0: If you've been enjoying We've Never Been Clicked, we will appreciate your five-star review on iTunes and follow on SoundCloud. Thank you. Hello, and welcome to We've Never Been Clicked. This is Cuppy Cup with Good Bull Hunting, and tonight in my co-pilot seat, I have Rush Roberts. How are you tonight, Rush?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Oh, I'm doing okay. Okay. We are very privileged to be dipping into the SB Nation well, once again, on We've Never Been Clicked. Tonight, we welcome Ryan Nanny to the show. Did you enjoy
2: your walk-up music? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you knew that my nickname in high school was Left Eye, but <laughs> good re- good research team you guys have got, for sure. we got sources.
0: Rush, how did you come up <laughs> with th- This was a Rush recommendation.
1: Uh, I just DM Spencer and asked what song we should use for your walk-up. <laughs>
2: Good. That's the kind of relationship you want to have with your coworkers that I think really reflects a positive and healthy environment. This was
0: on his nanny Spotify playlist. That's I. I never
2: want to see. Am that. I pronouncing never. your name
0: correctly? Is it nanny or nani? You
2: are. Yeah. It's it's just as ridiculous as you imagine it to be. So so yes, you nailed it. Oh,
0: perfect. And I I have no idea what your title is at SB Nation. So could you
2: tell everybody? Um, I think my title right now is uh executive producer of video and head writer. I think that's what they've settled on. I kind of do like eight different jobs, but mostly these days I help our video team produce, you know, video and stuff. But I also do a little writing uh for everyday should be Saturday and SP Nations college football coverage as a whole.
0: Well since you're the video guy, can you tell us when shutdown fullback is going to return as a video series? Have you have either of you
2: seen a picture of Spencer's beard? lately? (laughs) If not, I will try to I will try to get one to you or or a vine or something. And you will understand why we can't put that out in public. We can't put that in a
0: visual. I thought maybe you could use some kind of Snapchat filter to soften it, soften his image. There
2: there is no there is no like uh, unhinged militia man filter (laughs) that can that can really scrub that away.
0: Understood. Most of our listeners probably listen to the shutdown full cast anyway. But if you don't, be be sure to check them out on SoundCloud and you can follow Ryan at Celebrity Hot Tub. What's the what's the story behind the origin of that handle?
2: It's pretty simple. Uh, there's this old when Eddie Murphy was on Saturday Saturday Night Live back in the day. There's this one incredibly great, stupid sketch called James Brown Celebrity Hot Tub, which it's supposed to be like a talk show, but all it is is the intro music where James Brown, played by Eddie Murphy, is just saying, oh, good God, too hot in the hot tub, make me sweat. And he just does that for about three minutes and the sketch <laughs> is over. And I just liked it. I just liked it a lot. So I
0: Now your avatar is making more sense for me.
2: Right, right. I yeah. didn't
0: know that because I'm incredibly young.
2: You, you guys are both <laughs> just beautiful, young babies. It's wonderful. <laughs> the Never get old.
0: So I also I, I want to jump right into something that's probably about to be a huge controversy in Aggieland. the uh-huh. The last Shutdown Fullcast episode previewed Texas A and M, yeah. and it was not in an entirely positive light. And I don't know if you're keeping up with the recruiting news, but we had two decommitments today from four star players. There are some rumors swirling that that they may be uh, Shutdown forecast listeners. So I wanted to know how much accountability you're willing to
2: take for this. I mean, I, I think it's not a secret that there are two groups that we record the podcast for. Um, the first is for ourselves, because we want we, we mostly make it to make ourselves laugh. Uh, but the second is for high school coaches so that they can know where to shuttle or not shuttle their players, <laughs> because it's all rigged. Uh, it's all game. It's all the systems game. And why do you think we are positive about Alabama? Because everybody, you know, it's just all rigged in Bama's favor. Nick Saban pays us to do this podcast is what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> so it's, it's not just a correlation. You're actually driving the players to Alabama.
2: Yeah. Oh, intentionally. Yeah. I mean, you know, Bama, Bama fans will obviously say, well, we don't need your help. Well, I mean, we can find that out the hard way if y'all want.
1: You want to test that theory?
2: Exactly. <laughs>
1: But well, we're just great. We're grateful for the timing because it takes some of the heat off of us because we do get some of the blame, too, for decommits.
2: Oh, no. I, if you guys want to put all of this on us, I'm like so great with that.
0: Someone tweeted at us tonight. And I forget what the content of the tweet was, but basically they were blaming our story on Chalk Talk for the decommitments, which we didn't break the story. We were 10th to a report like we always are.
2: Well, I'm sure if you guys hadn't hadn't said anything, that wouldn't have really tipped the uh, tipped the scales. <laughs> yes,
0: we probably. Well, we're pretty much the influencers in this space, if you haven't noticed.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's the that's the reason I'm on this podcast and not some other inferior Texas AM podcast, right?
0: Or, or the ringer or anything like that. I don't
2: even know what that is. <laughs>
0: I don't <laughs> either. I was eagerly kind of because I had a memory of what that episode sounded like. And I was like, oh, Ryan ripped us to shreds. I'm going to pull some of these clips. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome. And then I went through it, and it was mostly Spencer Hall and Jason Kirk who were yeah. kind of down on the Aggies. And you were, well, let me play a clip for you. Okay. You can actually put money on uh, Texas A&M winning less than eight games in the regular season, which I recommend you do immediately. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you about the laugh there.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that's that's totally fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: most, most of the meaning I got out of what you said about AM, it really just came through you laughing at them making fun of AM. So so if you want to kind of explain yourself there, is it preposterous for AM to
2: win eight games? This is like psycho psychoanalysis. <laughs> no, I think if I mean I mean look, I am looking at this through the reference of uh what, like almost a week after we recorded that. I believe what I was recording was uh, incredul- incredulity that this is this this is apparently in the eyes of the odds makers who you know are passionate about things in a different way I guess that that's sort of the standard that we're looking at for AM. now some a lot of that has to do with uh, the schedule the Aggies have to face this season mm-hmm. but it was just kind of stark because this is a team that um, for the last couple of years in, in this time of year, we are talking about more in terms of like, OK, well, we assume they're going to get to nine. Can they get to 10? Is this the year they get to 10, 11, maybe something bigger? It was it was kind of weird to see, like, yeah, that's sort of where the that's sort of where the balance is right now. <laughs> the a win line
0: is influenced by Las Vegas's knowledge that Texas Aggies will bet the over no matter what the number is that they set. That's fair. So it yeah. can be preposterously high and they'll still get good balance.
1: Yeah, I think in May it was like uh, six. Right. Something.
2: I've already done your work through your pocketbook. <laughs> That's right. If AM fans keep showing faith by donating at the Church of Las Vegas, Texas A&M can be the national championship favorite.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, the line will be 13 by kickoff against UCLA. <laughs> and uh, I, have, I have one more clip. So here we go.
2: I mean, so they have they have what I think can be considered four automatic wins. They have Prairie View, UTSA, New Mexico State, and at South Carolina. So that means they really just have to split the remaining games. Um, yeah, that's going to be hard.
0: And even uh, then, uh, I mean, that's that's some Florida fan creeping in there. I don't. South Carolina's. I, don't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mark that a W right now.
2: I. Yeah. No. I understand. Do you want to know what?
0: So when you say I understand there, are you just trying to be a good co-host?
2: Um, Partially, yeah. It's, it's very much a yes and kind <laughs> of response. But I, I am willing. So here's the tricky thing about South Carolina. I have no sense myself how much I am accurately or attempting to accurately predicts where the Gamecocks will be this season and how much I just don't want them to be good because that confirms my own very, very deeply held biases about what must So, mm-hmm. so I, I am, uh, in that clip, I am willing to admit that I know nothing <laughs> and that I am driven by, uh, anger and pain more than actual knowledge, which is basically the whole entire reason that the sh- shutdown forecast even exists.
0: I'm actually worried that by saying it out loud, you've now jinxed us against Prairie View A&M.
2: I mean, listen, you can't put that on me. I'll take these two <laughs> decommits today, but if you lose to Prairie View, that can't be my fault. It just can't. I think that
0: would be a, a post-game firing if, if that were to happen.
2: It would, it would not be great. Yeah. I mean, Auburn nearly lost to Jacksonville State last year, so... Oh, that's right. Great things can happen. Who knows?
0: Rush, you... You're usually the one who reads through the Good Bull Hunting Facebook comments. And I think we had some some good feedback on the the shutdown full forecast.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think
1: first one I saw was uh, well the, old, it's the only one I recorded. Perfect example of podcasters who don't actually pay attention to any but the bigger name teams. I think he's in Flying Alabama since you talked right. about Alabama.
2: Sure. Yeah. I mean, if, if the implication is that we don't know what we're talking about, boy, I will, <laughs> I will own that. There are people who work very hard at this. Our, our mutual uh, SB Nation friend, Bill Connolly, you know, I think really tries to use a combination of knowledge and experience and just overall intelligence to give you a good sense of where a team is going into the season. Um, I'm not as smart as Bill and I don't work as hard as uh, at previewing as Bill does. And I think most people don't. And so really, I think the dirty secret of most college football previews is that some they're all just copying off of somebody else, whether it's Bill or whether it's Paul Meyerberg or whether it's Phil Steele. Like, I, I feel like 90 percent of us are just reading what somebody else put the work in to do and parroting it back to you in some.
0: Form. Sure. Yeah. And Aggies are mad at Bill Connolly as well. So you really can't win whether you have knowledge or you don't.
2: Why are people wait? Why are Aggies mad at Bill? Didn't I think his
0: stats based prediction had AM at like six point seven wins or something.
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: Which anything south of ten is is bad news.
2: I just need AM fans to know that the there's already a team that firmly occupies the Bill C's don't stats never respect us territory and that's kansas state oh really and if you really want to be kansas state like just think carefully about the choices you're making here
0: (laughs) well speaking i feel like the kansas state thing's a good segue into cat lab isn't that run by uh kansas state fans
2: i believe so i if it's not i god i want to know who who cat lab is
1: (laughs) and what they're doing i do too I, i miss them they appear once in a while just break cover for a while
2: yeah, they, they sort of are like the um, the comedian who will who's who's not really active anymore, but will occasionally just be like, "Yeah, I'm playing this one local show." Like,
0: oh yeah, go. <laughs> yeah. Rush sent us a cat lab today. Of uh, it was an audio edit about Brett Bielema eating toy dogs.
1: I retweeted it too. I thought it fit in well with the picture that broke today of college Brett in the '90s, and they they did a nice little uh, mashup news clip of, I guess, when he first got married.
2: There was a photo of college Brett that broke today.
0: Oh, how did you miss that? It was...
2: I honest... I, I must have just... Been, I swear I didn't... Can I... Is, it, is there an easy place
0: you I y'all can even find even follow
1: this? college football <laughs> in New York City?
2: No, we don't. I just... I made that very clear. Well, right Brett, Brett
0: tweeted it himself, so if you just go to his account, I don't think he tweets all that often. God. I can't view it. I'm like one unblocked. of the few
2: people he hasn't blocked, so... Yeah,
0: I'm blocked. <laughs> oh, is, it, um, is it this
2: fanny pack picture? Yes.
0: Yeah, oh he's holding my. tiny dogs, With a jean skirt. My sweet one. <laughs> I just... I didn't imagine him as someone who was ever in shape, even though I knew he played football. So it was kind I of know. a shocking photo in a number of ways.
2: Oh, see, I—I I, I, this makes sense to me because... Saw those Brett guns Bielema, to me, the has the... Yeah, Brett Bielema, to me, has the body of... The same way that Charles Barkley... Like, if you look it back at early 90s pictures of Charles Barkley, he was in great... Like, he was a top-notch... Physical specimen, right. and then he stopped playing basketball, but he kept eating like he was playing basketball and <laughs> drinking like he was, a, you know, an NBA superstar. And I think Brett has done the Brett bielema version of that, which is fine, whatever. Yeah, he can he can do
0: what he wants. I think he met Jen bielema when he was in his forties, and he, he was already pretty far gone by then. So more power it to really him. Works.
2: But he's at a casino, so consider like the immediate competition, <laughs> and it makes more sense. <laughs> sure. Although this, if you wore if you wore this this jean this uh this denim monstrosity, I don't think I've ever seen denim that pale in my life. <laughs> it looks like the ghost of jean
1: shorts, not actually it's just jean a, shorts. Hint of blue, like a tiny dab yeah. of blue dye.
2: Good it's
1: like guy.
0: cut off stone jeans.
2: It's it's and they're but they're so wide as well. That's the that's what's really disturbing about him is that you he, he looks like he could fit. Both of his legs down one of these jean short uh, pant legs. Horrifying. I knew
0: you'd bring the the Jorts expertise to the to the podcast. Damn it! I right into that. <laughs> you know we don't we don't play Florida teams all that often, except when y'all beat Johnny Manziel, obviously, in his in his first start. Uh, but I wanted to ask you because we often talk about the cities in Texas. We have some rivalries between Houston and Dallas, which are actually both pretty terrible cities. Uh, I wanted to ask you about Florida cities. Which do you consider the, the best and the worst?
2: Wow. Um, it entirely depends. on. Are, are we talking about to visit or to live in? Oh, that's
0: I could see why that makes a difference, because I'm thinking of Orlando yeah. right now. Living in Orlando is yeah. like hell. But
2: yeah, Orlando is not a place I, I would ever recommend people live. Right. Um, Jacksonville is actually probably higher up than most people give it credit for. I, 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 When I've been to Jacksonville outside of the Florida-Georgia game, it's perfectly fine. They have beaches. They have pretty good food. Um, they have like a respect. Here's the truth. I judge all cities in Tampa based on their proximity to a good airport because that means you can leave. And that's a really valuable prospect a lot of the time.
0: I feel like you just had a worst city Freudian slip because you said cities in Tampa.
1: Oh, shoot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler.
2: Uh, Yeah. I mean, yeah. Tampa. Okay. So I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll be fair about Tampa. The Tampa that exists today is actually kind of an okay place. They have uh, a lot of, a lot of good local breweries. They have a kind of still hanging on art scene. Um, There are a lot of cool old neighborhoods that have been revitalized. And uh, you know, I think people, people are more interested in figuring out like what is Tampa's uh, particular cultural identity. Mm -hmm. The Tampa I grew up in was nothing but TJ Maxx after TJ (laughs) Maxx with like an Applebee's interspersed here and there. It was just uh, strip malls and traffic and boring. Mm -hmm. Aggressively, aggressively boring and humid. So I don't recommend that that Tampa. The current one is an improvement. I still think... it has uh, it has its own it has its own charmlessness in some ways because it, i mean it's still trying to shake off the whole the whole yeah all, mostly all we have are strip clubs in an air force base which you know that's a thing that's like one way to build a sim city so good job yeah i think they had more all nude
0: strip clubs where you can order a steak than any other city
2: i, I want to meet the person who did that counter. <laughs> yes. who, call, who called up Hi, hello, strip club. I am Where did you questions. read this? I was going to say,
0: well, you're in luck. The uh, I, this was research I conducted independently.
2: Good, good. I want to be clear. I, I, I want to know about steak, not beef products. I don't care if you have prime rib. I want steak. This is for science, damn it. I
0: saw where 538 had an article today where Tampa was the second most representative city of the United States in terms of demographics.
2: Um, I'm willing to believe that because nobody, hardly anybody who lives in Tampa, their parents are from there in terms of, you know, getting a mixture of people Mm -hmm. just in terms of ethnic background or religious belief or political, uh, political slant, Like Tampa just is churning people in and out all the time. It's almost alarming how how little there are people who move to Tampa and they're like, yes, let's raise our children here. And then their children are like, I would like to stay. Most of them do what I did and what both of my siblings did. And they say, no, okay, we can leave. We're good. <laughs> we, we got it. It's, it's very hot here and there's a Bush gardens. So that's great. We're going to go now.
0: Have you done uh, much traveling through Texas? Do you have any, any hot takes on our worst city?
2: Um, so I've been to Austin and I've been to Dallas for the national championship. What was that? Two years ago. Um, other than that, I have not been to Texas all that much. And, and therefore, I don't feel eminently qualified. I mean, I know. sort of, I think I know sort of what the uh, general tropes are. I think I have an idea of Lubbock. And that is a city where uh, half the half the local government is people and the other half is bats. Um, <laughs> Waco, I think I have like some sense for, but yeah, I mean, Texas as a whole, I'm pretty limited to what I've heard from others who've been more, more frequently. And whenever the Spurs are in the Western conference finals and they show like the same three establishing shots over and over again, in San Antonio, (laughs) that's that's, like where I'll
0: send you some brochures from the, the college station visitors bureau
2: good good yeah no like how would you explain college station to somebody who is familiar with uh the united states in general but has no idea who, what college station is like what's what's the analog for somebody like me Ooh, rush do you want to try this I, for some reason i got goosebumps when you asked that
1: like i got
0: nervous <laughs> and like, it's like i don't want to do this publicly
1: <laughs> it's kind of a cross between uh you have to include Brian in the area too, because Brian's more of a traditional city. He's
0: the mayor. City. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> by the way, Ryan. it's in the, more of a traditional city and it's got like a town square and historic buildings. College Station is sort right. of just a conglomeration that's built around the campus. It's It's got Northgate, which is great. But other than that, it's just a series of newer and newer developments as you spread outward pretty much. And uh, it's two very different cities, but somehow overall... Lynn's a kind of charm. Hmm.
0: We're getting more and more chain restaurants every every year. We get something new.
1: Oh, just a drastic. and eventually it's going to touch Houston, the suburbs. <laughs> right? Are like creeping, yeah, like caterpillar. together. So. We
0: have a Torchy Tacos now, which was a big deal.
2: That's an imp- yeah, that's good. That, Torchy's is solid. Um, how many people in College Station are people who went to A and M? Like six years ago, and just got a job in the area just because they can't really let go of that experience.
0: If you take off the job qualifier, probably like
2: (laughs) 30,000. Okay, (laughs) that's fair. Wow. All right, cool. I'm getting a sense for it. And then uh, College
0: Station also has a, a large community of retirees who are Aggies. So they move away and they work their lives away they and home. they go home to college station. Yeah. Which is kind of charming.
2: This, this, I mean, I, I don't know if this is an insult or not. It kind of sounds like a city in Florida. Just generally. <laughs> no, it's not, not one in particular, but if you told me this
0: is in Florida, I would believe the beaches in college station are, are quite underrated.
2: The one thing, the one thing that makes it not a uh, Florida city is it needs some sort of stolen European name. Like, you know, <laughs> florida has a naples and a venice and i think we do that to trick people right.
0: <laughs> that's how everyone
2: ends and up in are, tampa oh, yes, it's very it's very much like the old at yeah, tampa they're like you can't lie to you. we can't tell you this is similar <laughs> tried uh, the original name of tampa was lisbon and people didn't go for if it if you
0: settle for uh <laughs> stolen russian architecture then we have you covered oh
1: yeah Soviet so, so block. that's
2: true we have we have Stone Rose Russian architecture, and Saint Petersburg has the world's second largest Salvador Dali museum. Oh wow, is that that a real thing? That is a real thing. Yeah,
1: why not?
0: Yeah, College Station. I don't know if they have many claims to fame outside of having uh, Texas A and M on site, but
1: the presidential library. I guess that's. Oh yeah,
0: there. so George W. No a- George H-, H. W. Bush has a library there. Which is okay. my mother volunteers there.
2: Many considered him the the Salvador Dali of presidents.
0: That's where I do all of my uh, reporting. I ask my mom the, to get the scoop from the library. <laughs>
1: <laughs> got it bugged.
2: You should do a live broadcast of this podcast from the presidential library. <laughs> They'll never let it happen, but you should try. I'm telling you,
1: they have Secret Service. I was delivering pizzas there once. Secret Service came out of nowhere, sir. Can I help you? Delivering <laughs> <laughs> this pizza.
2: Does All that right. indicate does that indicate that a president or a member of a president's family is there or do you know. think they're just there? Because, like, that's the it's traffic? Super that was
0: my um, mom, actually
1: dressed up like a Secret
0: Service agent. <laughs> that explains
1: it. <laughs> <me. laughs>
0: Gosh, we're actually running close to time. We 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 have a pretty lean podcast here, Ryan, unlike the shutdown forecast. Rush, did you have some event or game or something you were going to run by us?
1: Oh, yes. I was going to challenge the two of you to some Aggie football history trivia, if you're up for it.
0: So, Ryan, I don't know if you're aware, but I am notoriously deficient in knowledge about Aggie football. Okay. I thought we could go head to head with some of Rush's trivia questions here and see. See who actually knows more about about the old Ags.
2: Oh, boy. I mean, this is going to be a very low scoring game. So, uh, yeah, let's do it.
0: I'll be I'll play Boston College.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll play Wake Forest. Okay, Ryan, what was the f- last SEC team the Aggies lost to before joining the conference?
2: Before joining the conference. Um, I'm gonna say
1: LSU.
0: Ooh, that's correct.
1: Oh wow, I had I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> the 2010 Cotton Bowl.
0: I was gonna yes. say Missouri, or does that not count?
1: <laughs> no. It count. I, I
2: think I think Missouri doesn't even
1: know they're in the SEC at this point <laughs> yeah. still. Where do these East trophies come from? <laughs> All right, Cuppy. Uh, how many conference affiliations has Texas a and seen in the last hundred years for football? Oh boy! How many conferences have they been a part of?
0: Three, four, four.
1: Ooh, that is actually correct. Four.
0: Yeah. What I was what say. was before the Southwest Conference?
1: It was the Texas Intercollegiate Athletic Association. Yeah, I just we're in until nineteen seventeen.
0: Excellent. I'm I'm feeling really good about myself right now. Right. And that's, what
2: the, that's what the Big Twelve is about to turn back into.
1: So. <laughs> 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 the names. I hope they didn't trademark that. Okay, Ryan. Who was the coach of a M before Jackie Sherrill?
2: Um, Gene Stallings is too far back. I'm going to guess Emery Ballard.
1: Ooh, close. It's Tom Wilson. Oh,
2: Thank you so much for Wilson not here. for <laughs> not making the answer
0: after he missed it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Sorry. Ballard All as right. well. Okay, cup, oh, your turn. Name the one year in the 90s that AM didn't finish in the top 25.
0: This is kind of a a, a bragging question, like a humble brag, I feel. Um I'm going to say it was 1996. Ooh, correct. Holy cow. Six and six season. Yeah. Well, I yeah. knew it wasn't 98, but I do I do have that kind of knowledge. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, final question for Ryan. What's the name of the original 12th man? What is the man's name?
2: Man's name? Do I need to give <laughs> you his full name or can I just like can I just go with, like, Reggie or something? <laughs>
1: we'll need a full um, name.
2: Oh, my God. I honestly didn't know that there there was a... Ah, I hope this is a trick and it's, like, Barbara or something. Jeez. <laughs> um, Dana C. Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Pre- predecessor to Dana X. Bible.
0: Oh, that's close cool. enough. That kind of puts into perspective, <laughs> like, we assume everyone... Knows all of our traditions very well.
2: No, I I was just like, well, obviously it's a metaphor. (laughs) No, it's an actual person. Yeah, I have no clue. Okay.
0: E. King Gill. He went on to be a uh, ear, nose, throat doctor.
2: Wait, hold on. Is his name E, like E. E. King? Or is his name E. King? E. King. (laughs) Okay.
1: All right, I feel better. Okay. Yeah, there's no chance I was
0: getting that. So did I win or is there another question?
1: uh that's it yeah it looks like you, you feel won.
0: like i won or did we tie thank you thank no, you you
2: won you won you got yeah. you got this is going to be our end. new
0: thing for this podcast we validate ourselves with aggie trivia against people who have who don't follow texas
2: a&m, <laughs> A&M
1: at all and then this, you tell me you to ask what? you the easy ones beforehand right? yeah,
2: exactly this, this this proves that shutdown forecast doesn't know what the hell it's talking <laughs> about when it comes to a&m
1: just show you
0: oh shoot well there's a there's another new feature we were gonna we were gonna test out tonight so i think we'll give it a try we wanted instead of i usually just pick an outro song that you know kind of pokes fun at at the guest's name or their school or whatever but i thought tonight we might actually try a little uh we've never been clicked karaoke if y'all are both down for that requires a dedication all this love, is love. <laughs> he, he he's in the no conversation, conversation. Right. Get, get together, together. uh-huh, uh-huh. make in love with, with each, each other,
2: other. uh-huh. This is true.
0: That is what we are. we are. No, no, there's a delay. <laughs> I
2: <mean>, we <we're> will <laughs> stay away with me to, to another <laughs> world. We rely I on I each love other, love uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I will right, we'll never do that again.
2: <laughs>
0: I didn't consider the fact that that you hear it on a delay. That's, that okay. that really throws a, a monkey wrench in the in the works there.
2: I mean, do you charge people for this podcast?
0: <laughs> yeah, this is a nine ninety five per episode podcast.
2: Oh, boy, no, then, uh, sorry, people, you already your credit card number is already down. <laughs>
0: All right, Ryan. Well, thanks so much uh, for joining us tonight. I'm sure that you'll be asking us to join you on your podcast shortly. Now that you know Mm -hmm. how, how professional we are and and, and and talented.
2: You know that we barely know how to have the three of us on. Like I I don't know that we have the technical know-how to add anybody else.
0: (laughs) So everybody follow Ryan at Celebrity Hot Tub, subscribe to the Shutdown Fullcast. And check out Ryan's work on espnation.com. I didn't even know you worked on video, so, so this was uh, informative, at least, on, the, on that piece, right?
2: Don't tell anybody.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, don't <laughs> worry. We don't, we don't have yeah. that many listeners. <laughs> good. All right. Thanks so much, Ryan. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Rush. Thanks. Have a good one.